Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi there and welcome to episode 83 of the ADHD Adults Podcast, another awful, chaotic, one-star episode of of Utter, I'm not using the word chaos again, Alex, you got that wrong, another awful, chaotic, one-star episode of Utter Shite for you, our beloved (laughs) listener of Gobs. Have we we gone past 15 seconds? We haven't. Fuck, I fucked it again. Oh, James. Okay, Okay. Uh, I'm James Brown. I suppose, reading this from a ZX Spectrum because I ADHD'd the shit out of my new laptop. Thanks, Al. It's not like I felt enough distress at losing a brand new work <laughs> laptop. You just added to it. And I'm joined by the man who refuses to get a newfangled ZX Spectrum because his abacus still works fine, Alex Connor, and Jet Set Willie herself, Mrs. ADHD. Hi, Jet Sam. It was a game years ago. Um, On the Spectrum. Oh, Hi. Okay, uh, you're not going to read the bit off the script. That's fine. Oh, sorry. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> oh well, jokes on you because I haven't this week. You did say hi, <laughs> but he did say hi to me. It doesn't work if you don't. Yeah, it doesn't work if we don't read it. Uh, anyway, that'll be a mystery to people. What Alex is putting <laughs> in the script. So, <laughs> secondly, apparently, Alex, hi. I had a Commodore sixty four, James. Uh, so, joke <laughs> is on you. Uh, this is a reminder that we started the podcast for educational re- re- reasons, but people in our imagination asked for more personal reflections and bonus content. So now we've time for an extra on. I'm less busy than I used to be because of these newfangled redundancies. And James has lost, forgotten and mis- mislaid all of his hobbies and interests for the last True. 13 years. Although, James, I'm not sure just Twixes was an actual hobby. And Mrs. AD, Mrs. ADHD is also here for a Thursday on because she thinks the computer screen is just microwaving popcorn. <laughs> oh, lovely. Anyway, this train toilet seat covered in 13 flavours of piss of a podcast is also a tragedy in three parts. We'll discuss how the week between podcasts has been really bad from our own perspective as people with ADHD and people involved in the adult ADHD community. We'll answer some questions from the community in part two, and then we'll talk a little bit more about this week's theme, why we chose it and how we feel about it. So as usual, we'll start off with how was your week, Alex? One day you're going to say, oh, really good, thanks. I honestly won't know what to do with myself. Mm. Mine was, that. yeah, I would as well. Mine was weird. Uh, as I talk about a little bit, I, I'm currently not drinking. I, I don't know how long it's been, but approximately 31 days, 11 hours and 15 minutes since my last drink. <laughs> um, and I've, I've been really, really good, really, really positive. It's like emotionally. And then on Friday, I woke up and I think a viral illness made me sad. And I don't know, I don't know if anybody's experienced that, but Everyone in the family had a bit of a cold except me, but I felt really like from a nine to a one bereft. Friday could barely look. Everything felt dark, like a tunnel. Awful woke up Saturday morning, just about kind of 
blinking through the day, fell asleep almost on the loo at about 11 in the morning and then literally fell asleep for several hours. Really odd. Woke and then woke up Sunday morning, James, back to perfectly fine as if it had never happened. And that's just, I know I've asked you what you thought about that, whether mm. it's, <clears throat> I've always had been prone to a little bit of the old bipolar, but that's, mm. well, that's got to be a virus, hasn't it? What the hell? Did you what need do, a poo? <laughs> no. <laughs> Regular as clockwork, Sam, once a month. <clears throat> yeah, we do have a chat about this. I mean, viruses do like nerves because they can hide from our immune system in them and they can travel very quickly through the body along those long nerve axons so and we know that for example covid can cause brain fog and can have an impact on um the way in which our cognition works but in terms of mood i've not heard of anything and and i and just an adhd is associated with um rapidly cycling moods it's one of the reasons it's difficult to get a diagnosis of a bipolar disorder because a lot of psychiatrists will say no that's your adhd so i don't know i think personally that you would you had a bad couple of days but i wasn't in your head thank fuck and therefore couldn't you kind of see how how bad the thoughts were maybe you were just bored because everybody was ill so you felt really weird. low it was weird yeah. it's not very yeah very odd what about you, Sam? How's your week? Oh, well, I should probably let James go first because his week obviously impacted on mine and he's had a really bad week. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, of course, that means we, we have to ask him. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants that. Go on then, James. Happy birthday. I mean, that, How was your week? that doesn't add any uh, extra pressure to me hearing that it impacted on your life, does it? <laughs> Not it's not all about you, remember the tassie says. Um, yeah, as bad weeks go, it was a bad week. So I've talked about in the past the fact that I have been diagnosed with cyclothymia, which is in the, the DSM, the big book of psychiatric disorders, as one of the four forms of bipolar disorder. And that means that my moods can very quickly go from being normal or euthymic to trigger warning clacks on all the bad thoughts incessantly for 24 hours about what i want to do to myself um and equally i can suddenly be hypomanic you know just having so much energy and wanting to take risks and wanting to do ridiculous things um and which, again i may have mentioned this before i do have some triggers for particularly having a low period and one is migraines so ironically after we did the headache episode a couple of weeks ago i started getting migraines again and i've had i think four in the last seven days something like that and when i had a migraine on a I think it was Wednesday or something. Um, it really wiped me out. And then I woke up the next day and I I was meant to go and see mum and I hadn't for a couple of days. So I already had a bit of guilt that through migraine and other reasons I hadn't. So I woke up on Thursday with a bit of a headache and immediately the panic and fear that is this going to be another migraine was, was there. So I was already starting to feel a bit anxious and low. And then... Uh, we're still dealing with Robert from Kidderminster's case. I'd printed off all his medical notes, jumped in the car to drive to see mum, obviously hadn't picked up the notes. And it was just a switch in my head that instantly it was, you're the most useless person in the world. Everyone would be better off without you. You know, you, you're just, you're terrible, you're awful. So I, I turned the car around, went home, messaged mum, and, and that was the start of a few days of a bipolar or a cyclothymic low. Um, it's really hard to des to describe it. Anyone that's had a depression or a mood disorder will know what it feels like when you're in that place. The thing that helps 
is that, and this is through experience and Mrs. ADHD helping, is I know it will pass. When I get into a low, I know from tra- a from tracking my mood, which is something we we talked about. Did we talk about it on a podcast? I can't yeah. remember. I track my mood using Bipolar UK's system of naught to ten um, mood, and I do that every day. And I know that the, the low periods last about ten days, but the the real pinch, the bad days, it's two or three out of those ten days. So I I knew it would pass. I'm not quite out of it. I'm still. I noticed yesterday not in the best place. But then I'll. Add on top of that, leaving your fucking work laptop on a train. So this was the following day when I'd already been thinking, can I go? This is a very important work meeting. Can I even go? I'm in such a bad place. I thought, I've got to. I've got to grip my teeth and push through this. And then to lose my fucking brand new two-day-old, just out of the box, work laptop and my lovely Jabra headset, which is the one that you think is great, and the keyboard and mouse that came with it. To leave that on a train and then to get off at the train station, as I said on Monday's episode, and I just stood there and I, I didn't know what to do. I, I was just, this is the end, the end of the world. I thought, yeah. and I did. I'm, I'm not going to go into detail, just in case it triggers somebody. I, I did, you know, glance at opportunities for me to know for massive trigger warning klaxon again for me to not no longer be around. I was in a really bad place, and then it turns out. I messaged the IT department at work. They went, right, it's fine. It's been locked. And when I got to the meeting and sat down with a group of people who largely have ADHD, I was told that the boss, if you like, had lost his laptop and phone that day. So I wasn't alone. And everyone just said, yeah, you're in a room for ADHD people. There isn't a more accepting room with the fact you've lost your laptop in the world. And I just thought, that's brilliant. I just felt completely, you know, that that sense of being a failure just disappeared because I was around people that understood. Now in my old job, if I'd gone to work and said I've left my laptop on the train, I'd have got, oh, you fucking dickhead! How, how did you do that? Well, you know, IT are going to be mad. It would have been amplified because people at my ex-employer didn't understand ADHD. You must be more careful or whatever. It's it's yeah, exactly. When you, when you texted me, I thought and said, I think, yeah, that's going to happen again. You know that that yeah. will happen to me too. It just will. And, and do you know what the key, do you know what the big driver of it was? I it's about routine. Yeah. We've talked about routine and habit being really important. I um, always, up until this week, always just use one laptop rucksack, and I'll have my MacBook in there and my work laptop if needed. But because I've got a a, a separate kind of laptop. A briefcase i just thought well, i'll put my work stuff in that one not in the bag i normally put it in and therefore i exactly i yeah clever and therefore i obviously grabbed the rucksack as and my coat as i got off the second train and not the fucking briefcase which was up on the the ledge and you couldn't see it because it was very flat so yeah it really what hurts fucking uh, friend of the show maria says that they all they do what they call a self the idiot check when they leave any event where you do the idiot check and everyone looks everywhere to see what you've lost i mean i've done that and left things but it helps me a bit that's brutal yeah um sam you can follow on from that by adding some extra guilt to me by saying how i ruined your week by being mentally ill (laughs) i had a great week (laughs) (laughs) no obviously obviously i'm gonna be sad when james is sad obviously it's gonna be difficult when he's because i just want him to be better 
maybe not for you Al um yeah so I have struggled a bit a bit it's been a bit of a hard week obviously um yeah so we had to not do things that we were gonna do mm. but I'd rather that James was well and safe with me than us doing those things so it's just one of those things isn't it but I got back into making ear cuffs again somebody ordered one and I was like, oh, God, I've got to make one. And then once I started, I fucking loved it. I made loads of them. So, yeah, that was good. It, it's good how you re-engage with the task, because often that's a problem for you. And many people with ADHD, is you, you, you hyper-focus on a new activity or hobby, brilliant, and then the second you stop, you'll never pick it up again. And I thought, this is it. She'll never do that again. Mm -hmm. But it's clearly you do find it rewarding, and you and you ploughed into it for Days. Yeah, well, I'd broken down a load of because I make I make it from old jewelry. I, I get because I like to recycle. I'm a bit I'm a bit of a anyway. Um, yeah, so I'd broken yeah, down loads of jewelry, and it got me really excited because I could see what I could make from each one. So yeah, I loved it. That's good, positive. Okay. Um, I, I'm definitely sure that if James wasn't here, you would answer answered that question slightly differently. Let's <laughs> 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 uh, let him off. Right then, as always, last question: What stupid thing have you been doing instead of what you were supposed to be doing this week? Anything, Sam? I mean, a few. Oh, always a few, isn't it? There's always a few. Yeah. Yeah. I. Um, we were having people to visit us this weekend which which didn't happen but they still booked a hotel to come and see us and um we were all going to play ghetto golf together i think it's called golf fang now anyway that doesn't matter um so i booked the golf for the wrong date realized when i sent them the receipt and they were like oh i'll try and change the hotel for another night then and i was like no no don't worry i'll just change the golf so change the golf um so didn't move their hotel and then couldn't because it was too late and obviously I didn't change the golf and so we missed it and I didn't realize until the Saturday that I'd actually booked it for the Friday night so I was like oh yeah so you've booked a hotel to come see us and you're not seeing us and I've booked golf for the wrong night um so that's fun um anyway they were really good but also it's my mum's birthday soon I thought I'd ordered two cakes online and I was really stressed because I could see that two payments have gone through for cakes. And then I thought I kind of worked out that, oh, I haven't ordered two. I've just ordered one, but I've ordered the wrong one. So then emailed them to say, listen, I've ordered a cake, but I've ordered the wrong one. Could I have this other one instead? And they were like, can we have your order number? And I realized I hadn't had a confirmation email. So I hadn't ordered either of them. I just I must have ordered them both, but not press confirm at the end. So like a payment on the account had gone out but I hadn't actually ordered the cake so that was fine in the end um I also remember the lovely pilot from Fly B I was going to write a letter in and say how wonderful oh. he was yes well they've gone into administration now <laughs> so <laughs> too late so fuck that one up and um, you know what the last straw was for that company it was <laughs> having to run a flight for four people I did think that I mean, that must have hurt them financially. So, yeah. Anyway, um, I also, because I'm back into my ear cuffs again, tried soldering one of them and just got uh, got so distracted and into the soldering, I didn't realise that I was burning through again. 
the whole plastic base of the handy hands with my soldering iron until I started realizing there was smoke and stuff. So yeah, I'm that's going to that... leave hand, handy hands right there. Doesn't need any <laughs> further explanation. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Um, how about, how about you, James? Yeah, James. What about you? Um, what have I been doing? What ADHD thing have I been doing? Um, I've been over massively overwhelmed, which is obviously a <clears throat> common ADHD thing. It's something we've been asked to do an episode on ADHD overwhelm because of the whole being driven by a motive because of the whole just I can't stop and I don't really have hobbies um apart from Twixes. Um was it Twixes you said I can't remember now. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, com complete overwhelm to the point that it's it stopped me doing some things because when you've got you know WhatsApp messages Twitter DMs, your personal email account, the charity email account, although Sam handles most of them, obviously, apart from the media ones. Um, you know, charity, Instagram, personal Instagram, LinkedIn messages, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I just got to the point where I couldn't check any of them because it was it was just too much. So that mean, <clears throat> meant that I then got behind on checking messages and then it becomes even more overwhelming. And if you mix that in with the state of mind I was in, which was you're a shit human, you're useless, everyone would be better off without you. That self-loathing just became worse because I was not engaging with tasks that normally I just about managed to keep up with. Yeah, and that's that. But you, Al. It's really tough as well because when you texted me, James, to say you were feeling like this, I, I was like, it was like a slap in the face because... If you don't work with James, you wouldn't know this, but he kind of breezed into a meeting I was in with some important people. He was there for like 20 minutes. He gave two ideas where everyone went, perfect, we'll just do that then, because they were really good ideas. And then he fucked off to another meeting. And everyone's like, well, that's wonderful. I hope he can do everything because it's perfect. And he texts me going, well, I'm a useless human being. And it's so the subjective and the objective are opposites. And and I like immediately I'm like, that's, that's wrong because normally you've got some level of awareness but that it was like weird you were saying like objectively crazy stuff as you all know and as, yeah i was really worried about it so if i could slap you i would but i can't <laughs> i was really I, worried I, about it so you wanted to slap him that was absolutely okay. always do I'm, I'm gonna tell you i need to tell you something about my adhd thing this week which is you know the drinks thing? I like cold drinks. I, I put bottles of drink in the cold and then my wife takes them out and leaves them on the tables. And you know how I asked you two for advice because I was really furious about it. Uh, yeah. And it was like an hour and a half ago. Yeah. And yes. so I texted my wife uh, saying, look, we really need to sort this out. And she replied, oh, I'm really sorry. You know, I'll try harder. So I don't care about that anymore. Yeah. It was of, it's of no interest or consequence to me i said something to someone i love more than life itself critical because i had a emotional dysregulation about it and i don't care now i hate that about adhd i hate oh, it. oh i kind of like it oh god i'm I hate over it so, it so quickly oh no i love that bit i don't like the fact that every bone in my body is screaming this needs airing and you they're being unreasonable and you need to tell them so you do and then you're like i don't care about that i know now. i know oh it's, i think it's my... that part of it's that justice sensitivity isn't it it's like this isn't right yes they shouldn't yeah. do this they should think more of me and then you instantly are not bothered about it oh i don't mind leave out, out of my i don't need cold drinks self. 
<laughs> oh my god! You know I don't uh, like to say Sam's good at anything, but yeah, really, Sam's <laughs> coaching and like that sort of empathy. She has too much empathy. That's exactly it. <laughs> does she not care about me at all? Of course she does. She forgot to put the bottle back in the fridge, Al. The thing you now don't give a shit about. I hate ADHD. I'm just glad we were the hunters of a long... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we were the advantage. Yeah. Definitely. Advantage right. Us. Okay, we'll take, we'll take a break and we'll come back in part two to answer some questions from the ADHD community. See you in part two. All right, see you in a bit. Alex, hi. Hi. What's up? Hello, Governor. Welcome back to the ADHD Adults Podcast, episode 83. Unbelievably. Where we are, as always, in part two on this extra special, very first Thursday edition that's released today, uh, taking questions from the ADHD community from all over Twitter, Instagram, MySpace, and the ZX Spectrum forums. Mainly the Discord, though, the ADHD Adults. Please come and join in. Right then, first question we've got is from uh, the Mendes on Discord. I'm feeling a bit vilified by this article sent to me in the Daily Mail. I mean, that'd be why. Granted, it is the worst news source in existence. Uh, news, inverted commas. But basically, I want to say, fuck off, you Tory. And then there's a lot of stars. I don't know what, what they mean. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on this stance that ADHD is now overdiagnosed? I would expect, like anything, the greater the awareness, then the more likely people will seek diagnosis. The fact that the UK didn't recognise ADHD in adults in, until 2008, really, plus a couple of years off routine where anyone masking for their entire existence pulls their masks off and that's more likely to be an explanation. What do you think? Brilliant one. Um, Sam, what are your thoughts on, do you think ADHD is being overdiagnosed and what's your thoughts on newspapers like The Daily Fail talking about it? Well, obviously, I fucking hate The Daily Mail. Because um, <laughs> it's if, shit. Yeah. Mm. Um, and right wing and all the things. Um, but yeah, it's not overdiagnosed, is it? It's underdiagnosed massively. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Objectively, yes. Yeah. So that's it. Thanks. Any thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, ADHD is now a story. The more celebrities, influencers announce that they've got it, the more journalists start to, to look into it. And I've been I've spoken to a couple of journalists through my day job about this, um, one of whom had ADHD and was writing kind of a positive story. And I don't know if it's been commissioned because it's not gone in print yet. But re remember what journalists do is they have to now newspapers in print are pretty much dead they have to drive clicks so the title of the article you know is adhd being overdiagnosed if you read the article they have a few psychiatrists psychologists and other experts speaking and and they you know they talk about these things so one of them says at least 80 percent probably more of adults with adhd are undiagnosed and i think a lot of this is journalists trying to put a spin on something so it will get clicks it's obvious yeah it's obvious that diagnostic 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 assessments of adhd have massively increased i read 400 percent in the last two years somewhere but that's not because people are jumping on this trendy bandwagon it's because people are finally realizing that adhd is a thing in adults and that they might have it you know this is one of the reasons that um some elements of the NHS were not prepared for this because they weren't ever assessing it. They didn't have a community team for assessing ADHD. They didn't have psychiatrists with expertise sitting, waiting in um, 
you know, mental health hospitals or clinics. Well, it's going to be something with ADHD turning up soon. It just wasn't a thing. So the NHS wasn't geared up for it. And now all of a sudden people are realizing because of the effects of lockdown and because of people talking about it, that they have these issues and it makes sense to go for an assessment. So it's, it's just clickbait bollocks. It's such a weird one. I mean, you look at the prescription numbers and you look at the likelihood of ADHD, it's, it's about 90% of people mm. who would get diagnosed aren't or certainly aren't taking any medication that would work. What I don't understand is these amazing journalists, and I've worked with them and I know them like you do, James, amazing journalists having to work for these organisations funded by like nefarious people. And their job now, these amazing journalists, is all they're actually allowed to do is... is trigger the base instincts people's dog whistle knee-jerk lack of compassion and hatred like saying things to make them feel hatred and lack of i don't i don't know how we've got there it makes me very very sad but yes it's a load of bollocks we probably shouldn't get into this should we makes me angry (laughs) okay i like that alex getting angry question two is hang on i'm gonna burp Please don't burp. Thinks he's Chris well, I didn't, I didn't have time. I've done it four times so far in this recording, but I've managed to mute. But I couldn't get to the mute button in time. It was an urgent burp, Alex. It was an emergency burp. Then. Thank you. Hi, all. Long time listener, first time caller. I've been rationing your podcast since my diagnosis last summer, so I wouldn't run out too fast. But now I'm finally caught up, and it felt time to message and thank all three of you for the impact you've had. Like all your listeners, I feel less alone, understand more about the way my brain works and feel that if I'm a questionable friend slash employee with memory of a fish and the attention span the width of a cake fork, at least I'm not the only one. <laughs> now I'm caught up. I wanted to ask a question in the hopes it would get out after Robert from Kidderminster, uh, Kidderminster's letter in brackets, sending continued support with a big heart. Last week I bought, this is the question now, last week I bought some satsumas. Oh, that could it be just... A- that he got distracted and that's a new sentence <laughs> altogether. Exactly. It was a big bag of satsumas, so I thought I have to make sure I eat them all before they go off. For some reason, I now have a giant mental block about the satsumas, and every time I think of them, I almost don't want one because it feels like a task. Is this an ADHD thing? It feels like one. Or did I just buy too many satsumas? And that's Will from Instagram. Alex, do you want to go first? Oh, I want brilliant. to. Brilliant. Sam, do you want to go first? <laughs> Definitely an ADHD thing. First of all, you've made it sound to your own mind like it's like a task, like I've got to eat all of these satsumas. So your brain's going, well, I don't want to do that. And secondly, I don't know if you're like me, but I, like I'll eat something every day because I fucking love it until all of a sudden halfway through eating it, I fucking hate it and I never want to eat it again. It's like my brain just goes, I don't like those anymore. Find something else. And maybe that's happened too. What about you, Al? You don't, just before you, just before you, we go to Al, you don't often um, tell me that you've gone off these things until three weeks after I've been buying them in the weekly shop and they start building up and then you say, oh yeah, I don't eat those anymore. That's because I keep forgetting to tell you and then I daren't tell you because I know that you'll, <laughs> if you come back from shopping and I go, oh, I forgot to tell you, I hate these, you'll go mental at me. So I think I'll wait until next time you go shopping, but then obviously I forget again. So you come back home and I think I can't tell him now, you'll go mental. I'll wait until he goes shopping next time. Yeah, I'm glad you stopped at that point, actually. Uh, I think she'd invited you to comment, Alex, so crack on. So I, we shouldn't ever <clears throat> use stereotypes, as you well know. I just, just want to point out, Sam, that, that your I can't ever eat this again thing, 
you you have the other diagnosis that often goes hand in hand with ADHD, and oh. it, it's possible yeah. that it's it's that one in this in this case. Not the not what I've actually Will's made asking. a GP appointment on Thursday to speak to them about that. Well done. I couldn't remember if we've if we've openly talked about it on this. I, I think, think we, we might we? might have. We think well, if we haven't, I, we can talk about it. I think it's obvious. <laughs> there as well, yeah. So yeah, so ADHD and autistic spectrum condition <clears throat> structure disorder go hand in hand often. And I think some of those elements are more on the autistic side. Right. I, for example, don't tend to do that. I do a little bit with some foods, but I wouldn't say more than non-ADHD people. And uh, okay. um, what I would say is that is that some elements of it are human. Eating is psychological in humans. So the 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 for example, we do literally don't wouldn't report our food that we've cooked ourselves as as nice as food somebody else has cooked for us because the anticipation of eating it while we're cooking reduces our sensation of pleasure psychologically it's just a fact so one of the reasons we go out for dinner was nice to be cooked for is it the same with sex so the anticipation of having <laughs> sex with somebody you're with means the reward isn't as good as the anticipation of sex with somebody else but and Mrs. ADS definitely. has just confirmed that yeah <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> I wouldn't know. Right. <laughs> and having said that, we yes, there's also an element of that. As soon as a task is feels a lot and we feel forced to do something, there's an element of, of that oppositional sense that is more common in ADHD. Mm. And I think that yeah, that, that could be the oppositional <laughs> side is like, well, I don't want fucking Zatsumas. Yeah. I, I think I think that's very, very likely. What about you, Jim Bob? Bobber job gym. <clears throat> what all I would say is everything is a task. Everything is a task. Mm. And one of the things we famously struggle with is engaging with tasks. So it might not be that it's specifically satsumas or that you bought a big bag, but sometimes we just can't engage with tasks. And that, that's the thing we with often Clementine. don't. That's Any the thing orange? we often don't con <laughs> That is the thing we often don't consider that everything from doing the shopping to painting the house to Christ, I was going to say fingering your wife, but that would have been really bad. Um, you did say chore for you. No, you it's just it. a task. Did I? Okay. Anyway, it's just a task. They're all tasks. These things, these things are tasks, aren't they? And therefore, sometimes you can't engage with those tasks. Do you think? I appreciate that, that the sentiment. Lows? I don't yeah. think it should be your wedding vows, is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so it's completely understandable that um Will that you can't engage with a task, Satsumas or otherwise. Anyway, to the bride and groom. <laughs> <laughs> oh good. Quickly moving on. Sam, do you want to read question three? Right? Yeah, I'd like to. This is from JJJ on Discord. You know, on the pod, the guys say there might be different causes of ADHD or different types of ADHD, like most are genetic, etc. But trauma or head injury, etc., could cause something that looks like ADHD. Well, if that's the case, would ADHD meds still work in those cases? Or is the underlying issue in the brain different? James? Oh, my. Great oh, thanks question. for that. Oh. Thanks for that. Alex? It's a, no, it's, so it's a good question. So we know that... that 20% of people with ADHD do not respond to the current currently available medication. About 30% don't respond to the stimulants and therefore some of them respond to atomoxetine, the non-stimulant medication. 
So it's a really good question because we don't yet have that gold standard brain scan that everybody with ADHD can have that shows that their brain is is different in a way that's consistent with ADHD. It's difficult to tell. I know Alex has his hypothesis that in the future there will be ADHD subtypes where you can tell, you know, maybe what the cause is or or that it's uh, associated with different things. But I think it's really hard to tell. Um, Alex? I think it's something we really need to say out loud here, which is no ADHD is only genetic. Mm. It's highly likely that that ever happens. It does. How, how as in, as in diagnosably, um, yeah, read, read, diagnosably the, read, ADHD. The, read that, you know, the 208 evidence-based or 282 evidence-based yeah, statements. Yeah. It actually says in there, there are very, very rarely single gene defects that cause ADHD. Oh, okay. Very, very yeah, rarely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. My bad. You are 100% correct, James, as always. Not almost, almost no ADHD mm. is entirely genetic. There could be one or two that are like a proper accidental mutation. And I would say there is very small subtype of ADHD. I think there are some, some ADHDs that are not genetic at all, as in significant trauma or bad luck. Could be anything. Could have eaten the wrong fungus as a baby. Do babies eat fungus? Don't know. <laughs> I, I think some ADHD, I think probably most, mo uh, that's a bit not science tax on, most ADHD is that you have the genetic disposition for it, as James always says, like that's you've got the firewood in your genes ready to be lit. And it, it's probably lit by most normal stimulus in life of just living, you know, normal living and people having expectations of you and, not trauma per se, but the experience of of being sensitive and and I know I know I'm really couching my words here because I don't want to say the wrong thing. That, but that's why I think there'll be subtypes. The question of whether all of them, whether it's true, first of all, if we identify that as true, then what we have to do is clinical trials to see if these subgroups respond in the same way to treatment. And if they do, then the answer to your question is. Yes, fine. Use the same treatment for all. It's more likely, however, that the treatment will be subtly different, such as a different type of therapy to go with the stimulant medication, rather than those ones don't respond to stimulants and those ones do. That would be my guess. So you don't know then? I do know, yeah. I know 100% and have just clearly explained it. <clears throat> or haven't? No, no not at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> right, let's take a break from... Amazing questions. Our questions are getting ridiculously intelligent and make us look stupid. In part three, we're going to have thoughts on this week's theme, which is oh, uh, hunter gatherer theory mm -hmm. hypothesis, mm -hmm. and uh, some other stuff. See you in a bit. Brilliant. See you in a bit. Welcome back to episode 83 of the ADHD Adults podcast, the week in ADHD 14. I don't know what that means. Um, this is part three where we talk about our personal reflections on the theme. Um, James, what made you choose the last idea for a theme? This is why just using the ticker, which was wrong for the first part of this episode, if you're watching on YouTube, isn't the best way. 14 means it's the 14th Thursday episode that we've done. Special. Yeah, I said that. 14th. I said that. <laughs> you didn't. You just said, I don't know what 14 is. Oh, yeah. um, so 
what made what made us choose this team. That person asking me on on Twitter, and a couple of people at the talks that I do, Alex, um, made me made made me want to understand it because I have talked about that before uh, with people in various settings about the idea that people who were distractible may have been advantageous. But now I understand it better as ugh, Alex has explained it that traits would have been beneficial again that 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 risk-taking impulsivity you know at a kind of lower level those traits would have been beneficial um but it was largely my rsd so when you know somebody asked me that question on twitter and because i've had issues on on tickers as we've said with somebody saying that, um yeah saying that uh that's not a gene down syndrome is a gene and the long conversation that ensued after yeah. that my rsd was like i've got to look into this i've got to research this because maybe i've said the wrong thing and that made me think well i think this would be a good episode so that's what made me choose or influence the theme what about you alex it's an interesting one because you i'd already written something but i hadn't put it on on a shared mm. document because i wasn't happy with it and then, and you'd written it as well. So I think we just, at the same time, I essentially get cross on the internet when people, especially people with massive followings or who've got a book to sell, have this, you know, for every complex question, there is an answer that's clear, simple and wrong. And they provide you that. And hmm. they think that me saying, well, I don't think that's entirely true. They're saying it, it isn't ever that in anyone. And I really wanted an episode where we make it clear that, that everything's a bit of everything. And it's mm. you know possible, not possible. We, and that's really true in ADHD. Sam, why did you choose to come together with the hypothesis? You want me to say this again? Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> As usual, I have no editorial rights in this podcast and don't contribute <laughs> to it in any way. So I didn't choose the theme. <laughs> we we are discussing, aren't we, on the group the edit chat? that you write one yeah. and we read out everything you write. Imagine. <laughs> oh, I'm not joking at all. Next bit's in green, Sam. Oh, James, oh, you're ruining my fun. I wanted a real pause while we'd wait for the real <laughs> I was doing other stuff. Um, was there any thought or tip from the theme that you forgot to say, Alex? I love it how you clearly read it out. <laughs> um, no, not really. Um, what I will oh, okay. say is that James? I didn't. I didn't steal. <laughs> I, I mean, I 100% did steal this. I didn't. You know, when you've met one person with ADHD, you've met one person mm. with ADHD. I yeah. definitely didn't steal that. I, the first person I've heard say that, but I 100% stole it from a number of people, including a neurodiversity conference I was at not long ago, where it's commonly said about autistic people. So autistic people say it about themselves. Mm. I mean. When you met one autistic person you met one autistic person but the wild variation in the adhd brain means we shouldn't really say the adhd brain as i also got told off for correctly this week so not really about untogether but about just mia culpa where i stole that from everything's stolen james what about you i guess we should ask so, so that related in no way to the theme at all then <laughs> in in no way uh... We're just saying things that come into our minds. Okay, brilliant. Um, what, a, <clears throat> what about me? I mentioned I mentioned about the book thing, and I, I suppose I wanted to talk about that a bit more. Is it, it is <clears throat> many people get their information. Particularly, I did this, got diagnosed with ADHD, and bought two books, and didn't open either of them because I just couldn't. And weirdly, I think 
well, maybe not weirdly, because of my history as a scientist and um, my ability as, as a trained scientist to critically assess studies. So you can look at a study and straight away say, well, that wasn't pre-registered. They didn't do a power calculation. There were only 20 people. That's bad evidence. And compare it to other papers. I learned about ADHD from the scientific literature. And again, I think it's really important that you know, science scientists effectively don't sell their papers. They write papers to further their career, but people sell books to make money. That's that's why people sell books. They wouldn't be doing it otherwise. And therefore, just be wary again that when you're buying a book, um, somebody's written that it might genuinely might be because they do want to help the population. And they think they've got you know something great to sell. But remember again that people are are doing it to try and make money, and therefore it's read it but but don't there's a there's a thing that people do not everybody and not just people with adhd and that is if you read something it must be true you know whether it's in a newspaper or in a book or you and, and i know sam mrs adhd is very much like this that if something is written down or or on a television then it's got to be true because you can't lie can you and alex is pulling faces at sam and and therefore i think it's it's, it's really important to try and approach information in a critical way. And that means don't just accept everything you read, even stuff that we do. Don't just accept it. Think about it and look it up. Yes, Al? Absolutely right. No, you don't bring attention to the hand. Was, was that uh, from the theme of Hunter or Gatherer, that comment? Just out of interest. Uh, uh, about both, because I said, if yeah. you remember in, in the oh, episode well. on Hunter Gathering, we said that there was a famous book which lots of people had read. And then if you remember in my personal reflections in Monday's episode, I talked about how books um, are, are often opinions so ones which cite evidence are useful. So yeah, it is related to the theme, you massive cock. <laughs> I was going to also defend Sam that you were really rude about her believing what she read in a book. And then I remember the last time we were in a car and she told me, she was reading all about golems or some shit <laughs> like it was golems, yeah no it was fascinating i learned all about them amazing I, and i've just read one about the moor recently i'll tell you about that when i next see you uh sam do you have any thoughts or tips about the theme have we already done sam i can't remember no you haven't done me no Ding. um yeah i mean <laughs> i don't know really um, I thought of one more thing I forgot. I'm not going to say Go it on. now, though. Go on. You may as well. It's dead space otherwise. I know, yeah. yeah. I f well, you were saying that you forgot to take the notes over to your mums, and mm. then I went over to take the notes over to your mums and got there, and I hadn't taken them either. Yeah. <clears throat> so we double ADHD'd that, didn't we? Double ADHD'd that, and probably more stuff. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, Lord of the Rings is real. Lord of the Rings is real. That is the take home from this. Hunting. Yeah. What a clever man. Hominids lived in existence. Lord of the Rings was real. Same. Right. That was episode 83 of the yeah. ADHD Adults podcast. And it was the first ever 14th Thursday extradition of the ADHD podcast, <laughs> probably. <laughs> After Monday's episode on ADHD and the hunter-gatherer hypothesis. If you like this nonsense, what the hell? And you want to get involved, please contact us on the socials, the ADHD adults, and also especially, extra especially, the lovely Discord, which definitely doesn't have about 300 messages from me, and then I spent two weeks avoiding them because I'm frightened of RSD. <laughs> have a, a lovely week. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. See ya.